Blog Talk Radio.
what to do when someone's born, what to do when someone has passed on. God teaches us in his word how to go about different parts of our life. So what we need to do is just come together. So the music has ended. We are now doing Facebook Live and Blog Talk at the same time. So Facebook, you're going to hear me repeat some things that I said to you that I didn't get a chance to say on Blog Talk yet. So Blog Talk listeners, we are doing what God has told us to do. Uh, We're talking about grief on tonight. We don't want to grieve the spirit of God. We want to talk about a personal relationship with God that when we do lose loved ones, God teaches us how to grieve. We want to talk about uh, grieving in the spirit. Um, Any way or form that we can talk about grief, that's how we want to minister on tonight because the holiday season is coming and we know that there's a lot of birthdays and there's several holidays from this month on and we know that people are going to be remembering you know, what they did with mom, dad, sisters, brothers, husbands, wives, daughters, sons, dear friends, family members, cousins, I was going to say that, um, whatever. You have different people that you have in your life for situations that you lost, whether you're grieving over the loss of a house, a loss of a car. Grief can come in many forms and fashions over many things. And we're going to talk about how to depend on God. Take your cares and give them to God. Take your worries and give them to God. Take your lowliness and loneliness and give it to God. That you don't grieve. If you um, find yourself in a place where you're saying, like my family was saying just the other day, a family member said, what did she say, Apostle, in the last, what, three weeks, we've lost how many family members and friends? She don't remember, but anyway, we have a family member that was just talking about, if we, we sit down and think about it, my cousin Marie Seabury in Milwaukee lost her son. My cousin um, Dennis. Eunice, Eunice and uh, Jerome and George uh, Jr. just lost their dad. A couple of months back, they lost their mom. When we talk about uh, Jerry, my nephew, uh, he lost his sister the other day. A next-door neighbor just lost um, their niece, their sister, brother. It was a next-door neighbor that lives by us named Barbara Jean. We called her Bob. She lost her daughter, her oldest daughter, 36 years old. So when you think about just what's been going on in the last month, you know, we don't want to leave anybody else out that have lost loved ones, like my family, I mean my immediate family. We don't want to leave anybody out, but we're saying grief has a place it takes in your life. Some people are still living in grief. Some haven't even had grief to take effect on their lives yet. So when you talk about grief, if you can't say anything to help a person, you can't do anything to help a person, please don't say or do anything to hinder, hurt, or harm a person because you never know deals with we was looking at this program on TV tonight where this man was talking about this lady he was married to that she didn't deal with the love of a lost one good. The depression has set in. I'm saying that to say you never know what frame of mind, the state of mind a person goes in or falls in. But I do know that if you just hold on to the Lord's hand before him, repent and turn your life over to God, 
God can comfort you. You know, you have to know that there's a place you can go in God, and he will comfort you. You get in his word so that know what it looked like. This is my Bible. This is my Bible. It has scriptures in here that I can go to to talk to God. If you get in your word and you allow God to teach you his word, you can be ministered to. You can have different people at the church or you can have a, you belong to a prayer group or you have a prayer line you can call or tune in to. You can get someone to pray with you, get someone to pray for you. When you don't know how to pray because you're overwhelmed, when you don't know what to pray because you're overwhelmed, when you're dealing with guilt because of something you didn't do or something you should have did or you uh, felt like you didn't take time out and you should have took time out, you can pray and talk to God and, you know, just wait on God to deliver you and help you out with the situation. Sometimes there's no word that a person can say to you about you because we don't want to get in God's way. You all hear me? We don't want to get in God's way because in a time where you find yourself grieving, before you run to the neighbor or picking up the phone or saying something on Facebook or Instagram or anything else, the first thing you should do, I believe, is run and turn to God because God will minister to you. God will tell you what you need to hear, not what you want to hear, what you need to hear. Get in his word. It will minister to you with what you need to know, what you need to hear, what you need to see. I can. I heard people say this all my life. I was reading the scripture, and the scripture just jumped out at me. I didn't know what they meant by that until when I needed God. And I remember reading his word, and when I literally say the scripture jumped out at me, it, it was so big and it was so powerful that when it happened, it looked like I could actually touch the word. I don't know if you believe that or if you could imagine that the words actually lifted up off the page as it was talking to me. And that was a time that I needed to talk to God. And when it began to minister to me the word of God, and I began to let it minister to me, I began to just know that I could talk to God and tell God exactly what I needed to say and wanted to say, and I patiently waited, not knowing, but I was patiently waiting on him to communicate with me because I was in his word, and I was reading his word, and his word was talking to me. So with that being said, I'm going to ask the apostle if she would like to share with us at this time, if, you know, and we'll go from there. Apostle, you have anything to say? Um, just wanted to say, when you had asked about um, what our family member had said about how many deaths they had experienced, I didn't have anything to say because that was her number. Mm-hmm. It wasn't my number. That was her number. And it's because the relationships that we have with other people and how close we are to them is our relationship. So there's people that or uh, someone else may have lost that no one even knows about. So sometimes that number we can't relate to because it's not our number. So whether that person had experienced 10 deaths, 20 deaths, or 2 deaths, that doesn't mean that I experienced it. Mm -hmm. So I didn't answer because it wasn't my number. And the reason that I say it wasn't my number is because sometimes, as Senator Celia was saying, she was talking about death. When there were some deaths that I was experiencing 
that was dealing with spiritual death to see loved ones that are spiritually dead and not know that they're dead, to see someone that has gotten a divorce and you see them going through denial and you see them going through acceptance and you see them going through the various stages of death, uh, people that are dealing with um, things on their job, because grief is when you're troubled, it's when you're annoyed, it's when you're dealing with a loss. Well, there's a lot of people that are dealing with losses right now. There are a lot of people grieving right now. There are a lot of people, people don't understand the relationships that many of us have with animals. Yeah. Sometimes a, a dog or a cat or an animal is a family member and people don't understand why the people are going through what they're going through. Or that mentor that you had in life that you lost. It may have been yesterday or many years ago, but you're still dealing with that. Or that sibling or that parent. And so whether it's grief that you're dealing with, uh, dealing with a person or a thing or a job or a relationship, grief to everyone is different. And that's what I love about God is that he deals with us individually. Amen. And as he deals with us individually, he allows us to deal with the stages of grief and the stages of that spiritual death or that spiritual loss or that annoyance or that trouble. And we have to be able to honor people where they are. How many of you have heard someone say, that was just a dog? How many of you have heard someone say, that was just a cat? Mm -hmm. Are you kidding me? That was a rabbit. Serious? They did that over a journal? Are you serious? They're upset. Isn't this their fifth marriage? And they're grieving again? Well, maybe they never got over the first one. Amen. And that's why they made it to a fifth. Amen. So what are you grieving? Mm. What is that one thing that's your trigger that sets you off because you've never properly dealt with grief? Amen. The grief of that loved one, the grief of that loss of that job, that colleague. What are you grieving on tonight? Ask yourself, did I lose that I haven't got over yet? Amen. And then give it to God. That's it. Give it to God. Because after all of the medication, mm. after all of the therapy, after all of that, yes. we know that we're to lean not to our own understanding in all our ways acknowledge Him. Talking yes. about God. Amen. I know what triggers me. And that's why now when I pray and even when I talk to a therapist, yes. I talk to a therapist. I'm able to identify those things that trigger me. So, people on Walnut, I experienced a lot of things and losses on Walnut. What was that relationship that broke your heart that you still grieving over today? Yes. Hmm. Some people don't want to talk about it. What was that miscarriage that you had? Some of it wasn't a baby. Some of those things you miscarried in life. Yes. That's all I have for right now. Thank you so much, Apostle. That was that, that was deep. And, and that's what we're trying to communicate with you all on, that uh, life, it has some deep parts in it because a lot of times, we don't go to our resource, who is our source. We decide that we want to um, try to fix it or let some friends help us and talk about fixing it. But a lot of times you have to just say, you know what, I have to just take it to God. I, I was speaking to a dear friend today, and she said to me, that 
the grief she's going through, she just came to the conclusion that basically after she talked with God to just let it go. Don't try to hold on to it no more. Just let it go because she realized something. Apostle just said it. Some of us never got over. In order for her to heal and get over it, she needs some me time. See, the the uh, enemy don't want this word getting out. He shut my um, live off early. He's trying to set it, shut it off now. Looking at my tablet, and a, and a text popped up that I text myself. Now, mind you, I did this over a month ago, but it, it popped up. I, I want to share something with you because I'm going to share a little bit of it because the, the Facebook will cut it off, but I just want to share something with you all on tonight and uh, just listen to it just a few minutes. God to touch us, to guide us, to direct us, to heal us. When you are telling people to go to the Word, you go to the Word. In the Word from Genesis to Revelation, you're finding that the Word of God tells us how to come before Him. It tells us how to live. It tells us about repenting. It tells us about loving our neighbors. It tells us about how to uh, 
take care of our homes and our families. The Word of God tells us how to go about every form and fashion and step in life. And what we have to do is understand that we can reach God and we can wait for God to give us instructions that reaches down to us. We have to know that we can't control the wind. We can't tell it to blow or we can't tell it to stop. We can't control the waters. We can't tell it to run. We can't tell it to stop running. We can't tell it to fill. We can't tell it to empty. Now, don't get me wrong. There are switches. But even without that, we can't do that. We have to know that we know that we know to know the Lord because, as Apostle was saying, I was speaking about the love of lost ones. She went even further to talk about the things that we're grieving over while we're yet living. That boyfriend, that girlfriend, that miscarriage in the spirit, the miscarriage in the body. The miscarriage, I'm, I'm just going to say, in the mind. The miscarriage where you you have dealt with so much, still alive, but yet, you know, some of us are upset because of the choices we made in life. That's a miscarriage. That something was birthed, being birthed in you and through Christ, but yet because you wanted to go another way, you miscarried that. I remember talking with my sister a while back, and she said, I don't want to miss God. And I was like, huh, what do you mean by that? And she started explaining that to me. And I said to myself, Lord, I don't never want to miss you again. See, a lot of times we don't give ourselves the information we need, the information that we get. A lot of times we miscarry situations and we are grieving. And we don't know how to go back and say, Lord, I'm sorry because I caused that death in my life. See, now, don't get mad. Don't get upset. If you look and look, see, there's so many parts of grief. It's no good time to talk about it because any given day or any given time, you can find out something happened. You know, like people say, I'm going to go to church when I get ready, when I'm ready, when I'm ready to go. You never may never get ready. So when you hear about getting before God, don't go to church. Most of your deliverance in your ministry is going to be at home, in the car. You can be at work on a, on a lunch break. You can be doing anything. You ain't always got to be at church. This is a church. Point it to you. This, this is the church. The word of God says meditate on his word day and night. Meditate. When you meditate on it, it reaches your heart. Your heart holds on to his word. You have to get to the place in God where you say, God, get me out the way so that you can have your way. It ain't you can get in the way. God is already the way. God is already the way. Just we have to let him have his way. So, Paul, do you have anything else? I was just going to say, when we think about loss, one of the greatest losses that we had that was also a gain when we lost our accountability for knowing that losing Jesus on earth and gaining him back in heaven, we've gained an intercessor. We've yeah. gained a savior. We've gained a king of kings and lord of lords. And so when we lose people on earth, we still have a gain. Yeah. Because now 
whether we know where they've gone or not, that they gain the ability to be with God, the eternal God, and to reign with him. That's why we're supposed to celebrate. Mm-hmm. We're supposed to celebrate. Although we don't know, we can still celebrate. And it's not easy. It's not easy, especially when people have taken our loved ones through recklessness. Yes. And it appears that there's no accountability. But know this. Whether they repent or not, and God forgives them. We need to forgive them. God knows that it's of a forgiving God. And he showed us mercy. Elohim Shade. He showed us mercy every day. So to have a gain and a loss on equal footing, my, 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 my. I can't imagine the tears that Jesus' mother cried. I can't imagine the tears and the loss that the disciples felt. But you know what? I can imagine the loss of my parents, and I feel it. I don't think I can imagine mm-hmm. that. Yeah. I can imagine the loss of my sister Sheila and my brother Billy, and yet I know it. But when I get to a place that I can imagine and know the game <laughs> that they had, if they want to be with you, my God, my God, yeah. the game. I know we want to be on this side, and we want to help people to make it to be with Jesus, and I don't want to miss God, as Mrs. Gilbert said. I don't want to miss God. He allowed me to mess up too much, and he still forgave me. Not only has he forgiven me, he shows me mercy, new mercies every morning. So I would challenge each and every one of the listeners on today, as I even challenge myself, We need to ask God how to show us how to celebrate when our family members have transitioned to be with him. No, we don't know. But I believe that Jesus died so that every one of us could make it in. Yeah. And because of that, he says if you confess with your mouth and believe in your heart, that Jesus Christ died for each and every one of us that we're saved. And as long as you're not practicing blasphemy, that unforgettable sin, repent every day. Repent every moment. I didn't say say you're sorry. I didn't say say you apologize. But ask God to strengthen you so that you have the ability to change from your wicked ways. The sin is sin. We don't have a name for it. It's not the homosexuals. It's not the murderers. It's not the fornicators, and they're going to go to uh, hell. No, 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 no. The practicers of sin. Stop trying to give it a label. Stop trying to say these and those. Mm -hmm. These kinds come out by fasting and praying, and Mm -hmm. it's all sin. Liars. Mm. Murderers. Help us all, Lord. Mm, my God. Thank you for Jesus. Yes, he even forgives them. Yeah. So I challenge you. Ask God to show you how to be forgiving the same way he's been forgiving with you. And even if you can't say you, use me the same way he's been forgiving with me. Because mm-hmm. I've been a hot mess. Yeah. And I thank God for delivering. El Norte for his forgiveness. Yes. Mm. For his mercy. Don't try God if people say try him. He's not no shoes. Mm. He's not no dress, no pair of pants. Get no receipt to take him back. But I tell you what, give your all to him and I guarantee you he'll give his all to you. That's all I have, Minister.
responsibility. Amen. Thank you so much. Like you said, Apostle, don't try them because they ain't no receipt. You can't take them back. You can't trade them in if I want another color. This ain't the sign because the word of God said no sin shall enter in. I thank God for everything, the opportunity to talk about something. People say, well, I, don't, I didn't want to hear that. Or I don't want to talk about that because you don't understand. No, it's not I don't understand. God is an understanding, all-knowing God. The, the song I just played, it says, speak to my heart, Lord. If you allow God to speak to your heart, Open, excuse me, <coughs> open up your heart, let God in, let God have his way, the devil's trying to choke me up, y'all, those things that you are unsure about, those things you're worried about, those things that still have you in a place of loss and misunderstanding, those things that you are feeling like, why? God say testimony. You don't want to try to live by somebody else's proof of what they said, somebody else's way of what they said. You want to know that you know that you have a testimony of what God did for you. Like Apostle was saying, we lost family members. Like I was saying earlier, we lost family members. No, I'll never say I know how you feel when you lose someone because I don't understand and I don't know your relationship. But we do know the relationship each and every one of us personally had or whoever it was that we lost. So all we have to do is just pray and ask God if they did it recklessly and we don't live to see them get what we feel that they should get. Don't we, it's, not our, it's not our place to do God's job. I don't want to get in trouble with God trying to do what I feel should be done because then you open that door to Satan that he can have somebody allow something happen to you because you open that door. You know, the word of God said, I don't mind the playground for the devil. So don't open that door for your life to be put as an idol in somebody else's hands because when you open that door, and you try to do God's work, which is not God's work. It's what the enemy tricked you with, you know, telling you, oh, you could do this, do that. Mm-mm. Let God handle it. I hope I didn't confuse you with the way I said it. If you let God handle it, what's going to happen is God's going to give that ruling. God's going to give that punishment because we are we're taught that we are accountable for everything everything that we do so I just want you all to know that when you get to the point in the place in life that you're dealing with grief whether it's natural physical spiritual physical emotional when you're dealing with grief before you run to me or anyone else, run to God first. Let God give you let God give you instructions. Let God talk to you, let God minister to you, and listen to him before you listen to somebody else. Because see, somebody else will make try to use your grief to benefit them. Y'all better hear me. Sometimes people will try to take your grief, you should do this, you should do that, to benefit themselves. But you're the one going to take the fall. You're the one going to be in a position and in a place 
that you may you may never can get out of, or you can't you can lose you're gonna lose everything trying to pay the lawyer somebody to get out of. Always understand that your grief in somebody else's hand may not be what you need. I'll say ten out of ten, it ain't gonna be what you need. Don't let nobody else tell you how to grieve or hold your grief as power over you. Get with God, repent, and allow God to teach you how to grieve. First natural, then spiritual. Okay? But we're going to pause right there to see if there's anyone on Blog Talk would like to say something at this time. If so, Blog Talk, the lines are open. talking on blog talk. So I'm gonna play a little more of this record that I do not have the own I do not have the rights to. It is by Pastor Diane McClurkin. It's a finishing up of Speak to My Heart. Thank God for that record by Dottie McKirkland. It's speaking about allowing God to speak to your heart. On tonight, while we're talking about grief, allow God to speak to your heart concerning your grief. I would like to take these last few minutes out, and I would like to pray. And um, we're going to pray and ask God to Forgive us of every sin so that we open the door to let God in, that he will hear 
our prayers because you cannot go before God with dirty hands. Have clean hands, clean heart, clean spirit. Open up your mouth and say, God, I ask you to forgive me of every sin, omission, commission. God, if I don't even know what to say, God, forgive me of every sin because I know your word said no sin will enter in. I won't enter into your gates of thanksgiving. It won't enter into your courts of praise. God, it won't even enter into your ears. But God, I need you to hear me on tonight. God, forgive me of every sin. God, I ask you right now to open our ears, our hearts, our minds, our spirits, and our souls. Open our mouths, God, that we will come before you true. We will come from before you in the spirit and truth. God, we will walk in the natural, walk in the spirit and truth. God, we're asking you to truly let us hear what you're saying. Minister to our loved ones and ourselves, my God. To our neighbors, our friends, co-workers, everybody we know that's going through grief right now, God. We ask you to send your angels to minister to them, oh Lord. We ask you to take them into your rest, oh God. Take them into your arms and hold them. Comfort them, oh God. Send the Holy Spirit to minister to them, oh Lord. God, even in this time of place where we're in the place of our own mouth, saying things that should not be said or saying things, God, we should not want to say. But God, we just ask you to lead and guide us right now, oh God. We ask you to cover us, oh God, what we need for the situation and the matter that's at hand, for all expenses to be paid, God. Let everything come together, God, not from those that's going to remind us what they did or what they're doing, God, but, God, for those that come with a clean and good heart to say, I'm just here to assist. Because God said you needed the help. You asked God for the help, and God has sent the help. Not by me, but by his grace. Just to let you know he's still on the throne. God, when we don't know what to do and what to say, God, let us bow down before you, O oh Lord. Come before you, O oh Lord, knowing that you have and you are the answer. Not just for what we need, God, but for what we want in life. And we want to have a life with you, oh God. Let us come before you with a heart of permanence. God, I permanently give you my life. I permanently give you my heart. I permanently give you my spirit. See you, God, to put your spirit down in me, God. That everything I say, everything I do, God, it has to have you in it. If you're not in it, oh God, and it's not something that would be coming out of me from you, God, I don't want it. Help us, oh, Lord, to care for each other, Mm -hmm. to pray for each other, oh, God. Help us, God, even when our eyes are wide open. But basically, God, we're walking around here in a spiritual death with our eyes wide open, but they're honestly wide shut. God, open our eyes that we shall see you. We shall see the secrets of your word. We shall see the secrets in the words that you have written down for us to follow. God, we ask you to show us the secrets of your holiness as they dwell in us, oh God. But we won't be ashamed to follow you, oh God. God, I thank you for everything, God. Everything, again, I thank you for it. God, we ask you to heal the spiritually sick. We ask you to heal the ones that are sick in the natural. God, we ask you to bring life to the spiritually dead. God, bring life to the dead bones that are still living, oh God. God, we just ask you to be God in our life. You didn't mean for anybody to go to hell, but God, we want to let you know we trust you. Those that don't, God, give them a revelation. Give them a a way of knowing that you are God. If they don't see it, they can't accept it. 
God, it won't be that you didn't try. We ask you again, oh God, to forgive our minds, our thoughts, and our minds. God, do you want to say today? I just want to um, add to the prayer text of this. I want to pray for those that have lost sons, daughters, parents, siblings, their virtue, those that have been violated. Those that have not recovered from the violation, so they turn to different types of lifestyles in order to try to think that that would heal them. God, I ask you to restore. I ask you to give peace that you have fallen in. I ask you to revive them again. I ask you, God, to give them that newness in you. Give them that new wineskin. God, heal, deliver, and set free. Make them whole again, God. For you are the eternal, everlasting God. And what you make whole is whole. And what you set free is set free, God. Everything that Minister Sylvia has already prayed, songwriter said, let it be. Let it be. I thank you for the peace. So many have lost their ability to be stable because of the things that they've lost economically, physically, biologically, chemically. Set us free, God. Make us whole again. Like you did when you said, it is peace. And Jesus said, it is peace. Amen. Amen. We thank you all again for taking the time out to join us on tonight. I'm going to give you our final closing remarks. But I ask you all tonight to please trust God. Trust God even right here. Trust God even in this season. Trust God, even when you say, I don't understand. Trust God. We may not understand it now, but it was an old song that said, by and by. We may not understand it now, but if we trust God, stop trying to live on our schedule, and let's live on God's schedule. And remember, everything that's done, God gives permission, but a lot of us cause things to happen to us ourselves, but even if it don't, somebody else wrestles it. Trust God. So I want you all to know this this ministry stands on Matthew 6 and 33. For seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. I thank God for Matthew 6 and 33. This is Smile 3E, Iron Sharply Iron Ministry, which is what we have Sundays, Mondays, and Fridays. Sunday morning at 9.30 a.m. Central Standard Time, 10.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, we have our own, very own, Apostles like Dr. Cecilia Kaiser, which will be ministering Sunday morning on your way to church, from church, to work, from work. Whatever you're doing, she'll be ministering at that time. If you come back on Monday night, this Monday is the second Monday, which is Southern Pastor Troy Thomas Monday, 8 p.m. Central Standard Time, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. It should be on Facebook as well as on Blog Talk. If you come back Wednesday at 4 p.m. Central Standard Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, you can hear me minister on Wisdom Wednesday on Facebook. If you come back next Friday at 9 p.m. Central Standard Time, Standard Time, I will also be ministering this Friday at that time, sharing with you what God has given me to share. Now, if you're looking at us on Facebook Live, you can go through the different speakers page that I give you, 
which this Monday will be for servant, Pastor Servant Troy Thomas. If you need to call in on Blog Talk, the number is 310-861-2354. 310-861-2354. If you need a prayer line, Pastor Linda Handy, prayer line is 605-313-4818. 605-313-4818. Access code 647-147. Access code 647-147. If you want to know another prayer line, it's Sister Carmen, 605-313-4284. 605-313-4284. Access code 528-2607. 528-2607. If you would like to have a prayer text line, enjoy Monday through Fridays at 7 15 a.m. in the morning, you can listen to Pastor, I'm sorry, let me get it right, Reverend Pastor Johnson Jr., I think that's it. His uh, ministry line is 313-244-0079, 313-244-0079. Thank you all with the love of the Lord. We love you. Have a good night. Be blessed and be safe. Good night, everyone. Thank you.